2: Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, a very impromptu Blue Monday podcast. So first of all, we must just mention that we're just recording this on the iPad. So please don't complain about the sound quality. And we have absolutely no script whatsoever. But as you can see, um, I've been joined today by the wonderful Harry from Bath from the Blue Monday previous show. We have just been to QPR. We're probably going to put this out on... I don't even know what day... What day of the
3: week is it? Uh, Today is Wednesday.
2: Is it really Wednesday?
3: Yeah, it is. Christmas is is Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday definitely. So, yeah, Thursday tomorrow. So, we'll put this out on the
2: Thursday. We're recording this on Boxing Day because, Harry, we have just been to QPR. Yeah. Just found our way back and thought some content might be Mm. appropriate. Um. Harry we'll go through it bit by bit but mm. generally before we do nuts and bolts
3: mm. pretty th- meek disappointing afternoon. Yes. Indeed. I'd, like, I'd like to raise the mood early on by wishing everybody the happiest of Christmases. <laughs> I hope you had a fantastic time and that you, everybody got everybody that they wanted because what's about to follow may, um, may, may take some of the sheen off that. It was a it was a fairly tough afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Team wise a fairly, fairly sensible
2: selection. So, Gherkin, Spence Chambers, Pennington, Nudson. we would have expected that back for From yeah. the team that played Sheffield United, um, so it's Chalibur, Downs, Nolan, so Dazelle out, yeah. Downs back in, pretty much expected. Ward in for Edwards yeah. and Harrison. What do you make of the team? And as far as I can see, all pretty sensible. If yeah. If you take the Sheffield United game yeah. and build on it, all pretty sensible. But, yeah, it was.
3: Um, thoughts on the team? Yeah, it all made sense. I mean, we were, we looked at it beforehand. We thought, well, Freeman we don't like, and we thought, well, Ward coming in for um, would make sense because that it, it doesn't leave um, Spence isolated in a two v one. Freeman gets forward, you've then got a problem on that side. So Ward would give you a little bit of extra protection in theory. And we thought, well, Harrison, he's had a couple of, you know, he's come off the bench. He's been building match fitness. And he is the type of striker, insofar as we have one, that Lambert would be able to um, Lambert would be able to use, you know, somebody that bustling striker who bounced off defenders. So in that sense, that you know, the midfield balance was, you know, that, that remained the same. We were happy with that. No, 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 no criticisms from us. Um, you know, sort of walking w- walking up to the ground. at all kind of, yep, yeah, makes sense, makes sense, makes sense, and. Um, and Queens Park Rangers, they had an interesting lineup as well. Yeah,
2: pretty strong. So Lumley, yeah. Furlong, and Lynch, Bidwell across the back. Luongo sitting with Scowen, patrolling a little bit further yeah. forward. Yeah. Voslet right as a central. Freeman down the left with
3: Wells. Yeah. Up front. So. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll say, where McLaren gets huge credit, is the way he's had to. He would because they've no. Um, uh, ability, ability to bring in any players. They're stuck with what they have right the way through um the the, the season and they've had a couple of injuries. They've lost Cameron, the midfielder, they've lost Angle Rangel, the right back. So he's been having to manoeuvre players out of position. They had they were they were without Lynch as well one of the centre backs. He was back today. But again you had um Jordan Cousins coming in playing at right, central midfield then playing at right back. He was out of the picture for this particular game. But um but it just showed what good husbandry of your squad can do, what good management of it can do, the way McLaren... He had Furlong at right-back, he would Leissner Lynch back in, and then he dropped in Scone, who had been a bit of a bench option. Now, he's more of a kind of... They, they describe him as a ratter. He's somebody who will... A ratter. A ratter. Somebody who'll just kind of run around, and just you scurry around, and just, just, just be awkward, an absolutely awkward midfielder. And then we'll get on to the game in a minute, and when they, they set out and they used Scone in a clever way to stifle our goal kicks, were we this idea where we trying to play the ball out in the
2: back? Yeah, in the first couple of minutes, yeah. I was like, where the hell is Scowen playing? Because yeah. he was the highest of the press. But yeah, that mm-hmm. seemed very deliberate. So yeah. look, Harry, take me through the first half, because the first half is virtually the game. Yeah, isn't it? That's it is. it and done by <coughs> that point.
3: Yeah, and it, it, in, in, it, we look at the goal for a minute, but the pattern of the game echoed um, uh, you, you, in the first 15 20 minutes even echoed the whole full 90 minutes it wasn't that queens park rangers were on top of us or an overwhelming us for the whole game in the way what happened at Elland road earlier in the season but it was more they would they would have pulses of energy and they would just come on top of us sporadically control the game um they there was, it wasn't sustained pressure but when it was pressure it was quite incisive mm. that was my take on it and there were times when you felt well we had opportunities on the counter but yet again, when we had opportunities on the counter, we didn't, the, the lack of quality in that final third was, was just not there. The ball was either played optimistically out or to a, a Queen's Park Rangers defender. It was more hit and hope. And there were a couple of moments when we, when we did get really threatening crosses into the box and there was often nobody there, nobody there to meet them. Whereas you felt the Queen's Park Rangers, when they were getting forward, it was more coordinated. Either you know the, the winger and the full back were working well together or when the ball came in, there was usually a couple of people in there to meet it. Nowhere near the league level, I have to say. But when they did get forward, they 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 did it with. There was a degree of purpose and there was a degree of method to it. I felt, which we didn't. Yeah, we've seen a more organised, or more obviously organised. You know, some yeah. teams they seem to
2: have organisation. Yeah. But you know, like Sheffield United, for example, have organisation, mm. but some flair and some chaos added. But this seemed. Very. I mean, we we noticed in the warm up this incredible back four warm up of shape and Origo sucker <coughs> type moving moving
3: all <coughs> together. But they were very
2: compact and very organised. They were
3: Something we both spotted. The, the Ipswich back four in the pre match warm up were just passing the ball from right the way from right back across to left back to the centre backs, which happened quite a lot during the game <laughs> at least. Whereas. I've never seen it before. Queensborough Rangers, they were literally lined up in a four and they were kind of literally running up and down. It was almost a bit like... i
2: right talk about George
3: Graham doing that. Yes, it was Tony Adams. Adams, And and every so often, and I think I saw, if I'm not mistaken, Leisner, put his hand up a couple of times. In the warm-up. In in, in the warm-up to kind of practice the upside line. Getting in the the, lines of his head. Getting getting in the lines of his head just so, how can we do it? It was very effective, I have to say. So...
2: Yeah. Take me through the ebb and flow up to the first goal, and then
3: um, it was decisive <coughs> first goal. Let's yeah. just say, as I said, the pattern. They were just looking through the, the notes I have here in terms of the overall quality of the game. I've written, I've written down here. It was a mid-table versus a lower end. T- um, table team quality-wise and I made a comment to you I remember the first half saying this is hardly Villa Leeds is it? No, <laughs> it absolutely was. not. No. Yeah it was it was quite imperfect there were lots of there were u- the usual headed jewels that we're used to um some as I say a few half chances um Queens Park Rangers with more with more intent Freeman already I was I was worried about him he seems to have a knack of playing well against us. Because, menace. Yeah absolute menace um there was a couple there were a couple of moments when he came through and and if he couldn't and this was ominous, if he couldn't actually get a shot or a cross off, he was very adapted. He's very good at what winning. What a free kick pieces. every time. Yeah, he yeah. did very good at winning set pieces, I have to say, and they and they and they worked on that. But um but it was as I say, it it was it, there wasn't that sense of total control. A couple of great moments. There was a brilliant tackle by Downs. I remember when they when they broke back against us. There was a three v three, and I, that was one that I, I remember. He just he just cherry picked the ball out. But there were clever moments, even going back to the very early card, which we thought was harsh. The Chambers got, and again that was just a very slick incisive move down the right. I think mm. it was result there of Joe like the the winger. Was playing linking with Wells, and um, if memory serves me right, it was Furlong that
2: got taken out? It was Furlong?
3: It was Furlong that got yeah. taken out? It was the, that was the overlap on it, and um, Chambers was. Um, um, it's, I try not because Furlong. The, the, even the Queens Park Rangers fans were talking about it being a good bit of acting. It was, um, but the um, it was um, it wasn't really a yellow card, but it just showed it was more the immediacy of the move, and they had that immediacy all the way through the game. When they when they did come forward, they they, they were just they were. Were, there was urgency about the way they went about their, their, their attacking moves. Mm. That's so I guess, it, take me to mm. this.
2: Take me to this first goal. Oh God! Where are we? Twenty eighth minute, and yeah. Ipswich were not playing badly
3: at this point. No, we just had a lovely through ball to Harrison, who lofted it just over the bar. Remember mm-hmm. that that happened mm-hmm. just in the build up to it, and um, Pennington intercepted the move. He, you know, to, to get that up to get that move going, and then Nolan, oh, I've just I've written down here a suicidal casual ball. As the best. I don't know whether he saw him or Wells managed to disguise himself or whatever. But if you know, if the, the one pass you can't make, if you're playing cross feet balls, you've got to be, you've got to be on point with them. Um, through to Wells, who suddenly the last man you want through on goal. He came through, let off a fairly decent shot. Split opinion. I think reading the forums on the way home about Gherkin's save. I I thought Gherkin did reasonably well to actually get on it because it was a fierce shot and it did look. We were sitting. Um, not too far from the away end, and we were diagonally across from the, the penalty box. And it did look as if it wearing a bit, but Gerken managed to stop it. And of course, Joel, who you spotted, um, mm. had two yards ahead of Knudsen. Yeah. He'd, he'd spotted, he'd reacted very That's quickly. That's no to reflection it. on Knudsen because yeah.
2: obviously we were in possession and yeah. the ball had been, we were, been given away. We, but you could see him yeah. just sprint because he was sprinting mm. for a through ball um, yeah. rather than to
3: rebound the shot. Yeah. But yeah, you know. because um, yeah, we were just so utterly out of position it, could, it couldn't have been worse no you can't legislate for that you, you, Harry you said about Nolan's
2: pass was casual
3: mm. um,
2: it was awful but you, he plays most of his passes like that this yeah. kind of yeah. stop the ball and mm. he never overhits a pass does he yeah. no. do, do you know what I mean I, yeah. I thought that was in character yeah. but he obviously just lost his bearings or mm. lost wells for, for that it was a terrible pass it was it? a poor
3: pass ironically because I felt Nolan had actually been playing quite well yeah, and he did. You it's know, nice. his general play, his link of play. When we did break forward, yes, there wasn't. We didn't have the precision and purpose that Q, Q, QPR did, but there was still some. There was a decent pattern. Harry, I've, to I've us, had you know. Joe
2: fair's voice in my head though about <laughs> him being too safe, and yeah, I could maybe, maybe I'm persuading myself to see it now. Yeah. I did. I could see what Joe was getting at with Nolan, yeah. possibly. But you know, mm. uh, you get a bit spoiled if you see, let like, say, Norwood or Duffy for. Yeah, Sheffield United where they're always looking for the and I saw Hernandez obviously last week but yeah. you, you imagine what that player would do in the same
3: position and sometimes it's a very much different pass that they pick isn't it? It is yeah it, um, it was I don't know it just it, it just was it what, I don't know, what was he thinking what was he thinking yeah. what was he thinking but at the first goal I was actually more annoyed about the second goal because it was that was a moment it was an error the second goal to me was eminently more avoidable and I remember saying to you in the, the, the build-up to the free kick it was Freeman again if, I, if, um, if I've got my notes right here just writing it down live and um, there was a situation where there were two Queen's Park Rangers attackers and seven Ipswich defenders thereabouts and you could see all the QPR guys all kind of they weren't racing up they were kind of noodling up the field really just to kind of keep them just saying, okay let's see what happens here mm. Freeman had nothing on absolutely nothing on and yet he managed to black a free kick, and I remember thinking, this could this could go horribly, horribly wrong, because you know we were worried before the game. We said Ward on the right is a is a is a concern. You know, you know he was playing there. I should say to obviate the concern of free kicks being given on that side, and having Ward there would hopefully minimise the number of free kicks. Not Ward wasn't. I don't think it was Ward who cause the it foul. Was Downs. It was Downs who made the foul. But it was the last thing you want to do is give them a free kick on that side and Freeman knew if, if you give him one he will put it in well and he always plays well against us. And in it goes. And um we think it was Pennington who lost him and the ball was it was a very sharp down header which Gherkin could only get he could only spoon it really he couldn't he couldn't get mm. it he couldn't get it around. It was it was a very well finished set piece. But um but the free kick should never have been given away in the first place. It was it, that to me was more of a classic relegation form goal than the than the first one, and and that was it. It was it was really game, game, over. game over. It was game over after that. Really. And what about the pattern um, in the in the second half then? Yeah, um, interesting. It it didn't really let up, but I was made and I realised you know you make notes as you're going along, just any significant incidents, and it occurred to me that between kind of fifty five and um, 70, just before the third goal, there wasn't a lot as if Queen's Park Rangers had decided, right, this is the busy Christmas programme. we've seen this happen time and time again, where a team goes, teams this season have gone 2-0 up against us, and then they think, right, okay, we've, we've got what we need now. Um, I wrote down here, <laughs> ominously, how many of these contained 2-0 defeats have we seen? Mm. It didn't. It didn't end up, and, the, the, and then of course it didn't end up a 0 defeat. Um we were trying things. We were on the front foot. We were winning corners. There were, you know, there was, there was, you know, we weren't bereft of. Um, we, was, um, we weren't negative or defensive. I guess is a better way of putting it. Um, in the in the way we played, but um, it was, but it, you felt Queens Park Rangers if they needed another goal or if they needed another gear, they could easily they could have easily found us. So tactically
2: um, they just flattened out the midfield yeah, didn't they? they no did. yeah. no shape or um, I don't know how to describe it. You know where you've got different lines all in one line. Vosilek yeah. and Freeman come in next to Skoan and yeah. Luongo, Um Which I, I think suited Eze a bit more didn't okay. he? It that, impressive yeah. job. Two, uh, two banks of four as they say and yeah.
3: just sat back. and That's brilliant Ben. That's spot on. The other thing was that that echoed what they were doing earlier in the season because Freeman, of course, is a central midfielder. Rijola can actually tuck in as well quite nicely. Yeah, and uh, they could, they can both play, uh, they can both do that role. When they were really struggling in the first early se- the early games of the season, when Return was trying to stabilise them, um, they did that two t- banks of four very tightly. So it's almost like a it's a mode that they can drop back into when the circumstances dictate, mm. which is exactly which is which is exactly what they did. And and they were containing us. I mean, so many times we saw we were playing a ball over the. Over the top into space, there was nobody running onto it. The fullbacks weren't necessarily overlapping. There was no, or or the ball would be played in and nobody. It was it, or it would be played too far and the play would be the move would be dragged out wide. So we we weren't able to we weren't able to properly properly threaten. Um, there was one I think Chalobah had one fizzed shot over and we did have a we did have a. Um, yeah, there was the one shot he did, it was he fizzed it just wide with Lumley, we thought Lumley tipped it wide. Yeah. There was that one move and there was a possible shout and I think it was a handball um as well in just before the before their third goal, the ball came in and there was uh, the, the Lionel we decided he was he was he was consistent all game, he was an absolute not outer, he was giving nothing. <laughs> so um so we were gonna get that anyway. And then Ward of course went off with the knee injury and then and then of course when we felt that they'd we were. It was going to peter out into a into a, into a two nil. It ended up a three nil. So and, what uh, happens? Um, it was Mr Chair. It was Mr Chair. We were joking about this guy's name. There's a few. I mean, I think uh, Middlesbrough have a guy called. Um, what was it? Was he using nominative determinants? Nominative determiner. That's the word. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis um, uh, Middlesbrough have a player called Lewis Wing, and um, uh, uh, Ilias Chair. He I haven't. I've never. He's never come up in the notes. He's been one of those fringe players. He's been in and around the you know the occasional substitute appearance maybe. Just sit, just sit in there. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. He was, I think I don't know if he went on loan to Wickham. It was that kind of level, anyway. That kind of, you know, <laughs> sort of, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, strong. you said so get, 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 get getting there, getting there, but not quite. Uh, but obviously, with but they were two up, they were comfortable, so they thought, well, we can throw a few, let's throw a few kids on, save a few legs for um, for what's coming up next. We're going to call the chair boys, everybody. <laughs> yes, Wickham up. Yes, yes, yeah. Apologies, apologies. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, and but ch- ch- be fair he brought a bit of, you know, he could. What's peppery a little bit actually I'll say Samuel who came on later he was peppery okay yeah, you I'll give him that but there, there, there is pepper there to be found but uh <laughs> sorry um, but I'm sure as I see it was again it was a nothing move really that they were they were they were over on the um, on our left side around the left back area and he managed to blag his way through and we thought it was a, I've written down here, a cushioned ball into the penalty area. Mm. I wasn't sure, you thought he might have actually. I haven't, I haven't seen, this, it, mm. seen
2: it back, but it seemed to come very gently into an area where Wells wasn't particularly standing. Mm. Uh, I, I need to watch it back, I could be yeah. doing him a mm. disservice there. It felt, yeah. felt happenstance how the ball got to Wells, but he certainly used
3: it well yeah. when he got it, didn't he? Yeah, he did, he absolutely drilled it home. And that was and and I was actually worried at that stage because once it went to, two, went, to went to three, the the QPR fans smelled blood. Yeah, they definitely did, and you just think, no, no, stop it now. Let's get this, let's let's contain this. This could now this could this could get horrible. And um, thankfully, mercifully, we managed to hold. We, we held out. I think McLaren decided he took off. Um, he, you know, he made a couple of substitutions. I think Wells and Freeman were both withdrawn from, from, yeah, from action. Yeah so, the the, yeah, so they were able to kill it out. Um, Roberts came on, of course, and I do to be fair to him, he. He, you know, we went. I think it was a kind of four four one one. We went really towards the yeah. End, Harrison yeah. seemed to drop back a bit behind him. He did, he? yeah. He did. And Roberts was just sort of banging into centre halves and sort of closed. He won. He won a few set pieces and but nothing, nothing of any threat. And the, the contrast. There was one second half free kick we had from identity exactly the same, same position that Lancaster. I, through, yeah, yeah, that date, that day, from which Queens Park Rangers scored. And again, in, to be fair to Queen's Park Rangers, it's such a balanced team. They had two big units at centre-half, Lynch and Leissner, anything that was going in the box. We lack real height, I think. We had Harrison on, which gave us some. Yeah. He was able to balance it up a bit, but any set pieces that were coming in, they were just they just nailed them out, You know, headed away or not, and they were looking for a counter. The other thing which they did try early, and again, we didn't mention this, they were smashing corner kicks into the six-yard box, and the two centre halves were both standing on the near post. They hadn't forgotten what had happened in the October game when with the, when Gherkin deflected the ball into the goal. They were they were definitely um, that you know it's funny you know that that was, that was obviously preying in their mm-hmm. minds to see if they could if they could follow up on that. But as just after the third goal went in, it was a QPR. You pick up on the, what the home fans are saying, and one QPR fan said plaintively, "It's been a dreadful half of football." You know, it was, um, they were seeing, the, and a Stoke fan said the same thing a few earlier in the month, he said, you know, seeing games out can be hard work, yeah. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's the level we're at. Any positives um,
2: at all? We'll, we'll, we'll run uh-huh. through what else has happened in the bottom, yeah. in the bottom six, but any
3: positives at all? Yeah. Harrison seemed to be causing yeah. some nuisance he, in the first half. He's good, but he needs help. He does need help. He was good, he was. And he gave us, he did give us a bit of an aerial um, presence which we just simply haven't had in lots of other games. I think they were, wor- I think they were worried mm. about him. Yeah. Um,
2: what about around the pitch elsewhere? I've, I've seen some criticism for Chalobah just looking on Twitter, but I think um, obviously Skews would be um, an upgrade yeah. in, in that defensive position, but I
3: think Chalobah seems to be taking a bit more responsibility with the ball nowadays. No, I'd agree with that. There were a couple of moments when I felt we could have turned forward rather than going back. But I think it was but that wasn't it wasn't as bad as in the first time in days when it was always turning back Chali did particularly in the second half he was trying to get us on the front foot going forward I felt I know Dan me may given away the, the 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 set piece for the second goal, but again there were he was he put in some really brilliant tackles and he was he was urgent you know he was busy around the field, but the contrast again in midfields between Luongo who was able to sit in front of their back four and just Almost like the Praetorian Guard, just literally patrolling backwards and forwards, breaking mm-hmm. it up, giving it simple. Schoon then was the one who was actually bombing forward and, and causing problems. They just there was something that we didn't have the coherence that they have. But that that that. But then again, McLaren has had more time and he's he, to, to work with his squad, and he's also he's got more quality as well, which we just we just don't have. A slightly odd positive from the game, which (laughs) I read about on TWTV on the way back in the car was the fact that Marcus Evans was at the ground. So in a way, I was rather pleased he was there to witness that. So, you you know, we need reinforcements and we don't need them flaking in through the back door on the 31st of January. We need them. We need them you know, whether when Jules Holland has put his instruments down on on New Doesn't Year's he record Z. that in October? It's probably, probably back in October. With, metaphorically speaking, when, right. when 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 the when the credits roll, we want names. Well Harry, look we the, want names.
2: The first game, they're not gonna be in for the Millwall game, but no. then you have FA Cup and I believe it's mm. the thirteenth at home mm. for Rotherham. Yeah. That's the that's the deadline yeah. today, isn't it? That yeah. that home game. Um, mm. look. Let's look at this in context because it has been a bad day and it was always going to be a bad day because you had uh, Millwall playing Reading mm-hmm. and Rotherham playing Bolton. So let's just go <coughs> through this at the bottom. let 15 points and we do have to start looking at the goal difference now because we were mm. optimistic last week saying four points. But the goal difference is the worst in the league by six goals, yeah. which is quite... Something isn't it? Um, so it's bottom on 15, four points up to Reading. Now who are looking looking bother after today? They're on 19. Bolton have had a little surge up one place, 21 points. They've got their first win in forever. They beat Rotherham, so they've now dragged Rotherham into a bit closer to the line. And Millwall yeah. are still there on 22. And then, if there is
4: some um, some wins from the bottom team, <coughs> you have.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. at participating restaurant's 18 plus serving times. delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: On 25 and Brentford on 26. Yeah. Um, But Harry, now, from an Ipswich point of view, that is a seven-point gap plus goal difference Mm. as well. Is is today as catastrophic as it seems, or is it a bit massaged by the fact that two of those teams had to pick up points and they've had
3: decisive results? What do you think? Well, we talked about this in the way up in the car. I've been I'm always, I'm one of life's optimists. And I thought right, well, we've got it back to four points, um, and I thought well maybe today things things could go in a way could could work in our favour, um, but it, it, today was probably. The worst possible outcome we could have had in terms of mm. in in, ter- in the immediate term, but then again, it has brought other teams into the fi- into the picture, such as Rotherham, who wouldn't have been in the picture. Oh, we beforehand. need as many people in yeah. the in the relegation
2: battle as possible. Yeah. The only danger is it ends up being a relegation battle between mm. all the teams above us, whilst we watch from too many points behind mm. below. Do
3: you see what I mean? Oh, yeah. Is there a danger with this? Somebody mentioned as a. a, a poster I'm very fond of on TWT, Cheltenham, TWTD Blue, reference the, doc- the Sunderland documentary. Is it worth mentioning that? <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> mention, I don't want to mention the Sunderland documentary, yeah. because there's just,
2: there's yeah. just too many similarities yeah. with what's gone on, yeah. what's gone on there, and what's going on, Ipswich. Uh, you could literally rattle off about 10 things that we've seen happen this season, that yeah. all appear yeah. on that Sunderland Right, yeah. Let's quickly um, stay in the northeast. Do this. We'll stay in the northeast because yeah. um, obviously, look, Christmas time and whatnot. We're not on normal podcast schedule, so Harry and Rich are not going to be. <coughs> there's no preview show this week. Yeah. So what we can do is we can get Harry's take on Borough, who had a miserable one-nil um, defeat at home to uh, Sheffield Wednesday today. Let me just. Get my league table up one more time. They have dropped down to fifth place yeah. uh, with Birmingham. Actually, in QPR, all within a games of and Villa and Forest have dropped down to tenth. Yeah. Goodness me. Um, what's your take on Borough, who yeah. have in the last six games drawn, lost, drawn, lost, yeah. won, lost. Yeah. Five points in the last six games. Not. Not good form, not anywhere near a lot of the teams at the top there, five yeah. points from the last six.
3: It's not it's not great. There's a, and that included a home defeat with a pretty strong team against Burton in the quarter final of nineteenth in yeah. the form table over yeah. the last six yeah. games. Yeah. Um, I was looking. I've been watching them today as I said we haven't haven't had a detailed look at their players yet. But I'll do that tomorrow and then those notes will go up on on Friday um, on on TWTD, so you know, there'll be further detail available. But the overall pattern is quite grim. I've never ever seen this written before. They played at, at home to Sheffield Wednesday, who have been struggling. He he set out a five four one from which um, with with one of the four midfielders Bessage sitting in a holding role. And Asambalanga, kind of in another postcode at the other end of the field <laughs> is the only way I can put it. Really, that, that remote. McNair and Friend were the two who were going to who were going to bump forward. And this, I've never ever seen this written before in a match day thread when a team goes up. Somebody just wrote the words, kill me. <laughs> there, it's, it's, they are they're, they're being psychologically broken by what's going on. What a boring team. We're, you know, we're set up not to lose. One attacking player at home against a struggling team. You know, Boxing Day. You know, hope in the world. You know, let's all look mm. forward to the second half of the season. We're still in the playoff hunt, and um, it. Um, I re- and one of them said they reckoned the bench could beat the first team. There was so much. There was more. There was more attacking intent on that. No movement. No bravery. No willing players wanting to put, wanting the ball in, to put the ball into a forward area. Um, they are struggling. They're really struggling for goals. And this thing that, from what I can see, that Pulis has done, where he's tried to set the team up to be hard to beat, and Nick one 0 wins seems to have blunted their attacking edge so significantly that they're actually finding it hard to score and teams are realising that they can actually come onto them a little bit more. So they can be threatened. And I think one of the games there was, um, one of the recent games they had, certainly against Park Rangers, that they were damning because QPR beat them 2-1 um, a couple of weeks back. There was, they were actually criticising the defensive disorganisation which was which you simply would never Surprise. you would never expect that at all from a pulis team at all. um one of them said the ipswich game must be Pulis' last chance otherwise the fans um will will walk away in droves um absolutely brutal um, the only place we're going to finish end is mid table and um, they're and they're, they're they're all crying out for silvisa Jokanovic. <laughs>
2: And Slavica <laughs> yeah. takes a long, takes a while to mm. um, bed, yeah. in, bed in his stuff. How yeah. does this, how does this work though? Because when you've got a fragile Ipswich team, potentially yeah. Lambert might <coughs> change mm. a couple of, mm. change a couple of players. Yeah, is, is it a good thing or a
3: bad thing that they're in pretty rum form? It could work in a favour because the crowd will turn against them. That's the first thing. If if this continues. Um, the, the, you, you'll see the crowd suddenly. We, there, was, there was a little echo of it at Stoke at the beginning of the month, when you suddenly spotted the crowd getting very frustrated with Rad's national football. Mm. And there could be the same thing here. I haven't checked the statistics, and I need to. I may, I may be wrong on this, but but it's even it, it's it's indicative in any case. One of them is saying that they've got the second lowest number of goals scored at home, apart from Bolton. Wow. Uh, so as I say, we, I haven't stood that number up, but that's something I, I would want to look into. It could well be that it's a grim no old draw, which. We would happily, oh, we happily would have taken like at the you know at the, in the at the beginning of the Christmas um, run in, and it sets us up for the Millwall game afterwards. Um, but um, they yeah, that is correct.
2: So the home form, yeah. they're fifteenth. Yeah, um, for home form in the league with yeah. eleven goals, but a positive goal difference, eight against. <laughs> um, Ipswich yeah. also have eleven. Bolton only have eight. Yeah, home goals. So yeah. yes, that that is a correct statistic. Yeah. But it's hard to be optimistic. What do you think that? Um, what do you think Lambert's gonna gonna do? Assume that Gherkin keeps his place and the back four stays the same. I think we can assume that, can't we?
3: What? How much room does he have to man- to manoeuvre? Ben, that's the that's No,
2: in, in he- respects of taking people out, giving people a rest, yeah. or will he just not do that? I don't know. Well, Ward
3: Ward looked. We've had to find out what's happened yeah, to Ward. He's he, he's, rest, he's, yeah. he will need a rest. He's, he he was injured. Lancaster did play bright, uh, brightly, but but again, it, is it fair to criticise the wide departments for the lack of coordination, for the lack of overlapping, for the uh, just the, as in the, the fullbacks, and the, fullbacks uh, and the and the and the and the wide the wide forwards.
4: Um, and then L- so
2: had moments in the second half where he got forward. Yeah. Luton certainly had a better attacking game than Spence did, but then yeah. you can argue that. <coughs> I um, know. Oh I suppose the free kick came from Spencer's side, but it wasn't Spence, was it? Gave it away, and no. uh, the second goal did come from down this side. But yeah. sometimes it's a bit yobby um, football supportery to just oh, it came from down that side, so therefore, therefore, yeah. it's not not always yeah. not always the case. Um, you would think does Harrison start again, or does he rest up Harrison and put?
3: put Jackson or Robertson it's a question of fitness if it's a question of ability Harrison starts yeah. it's just a question of whether Harrison can actually um does he have two full games in him in mm. in 5 days that's because you you know He's
4: definitely
2: not going to do 90 but whether he does the first yeah the first 60 or the last 30 is yeah. it'll be one or the other probably won't it
3: yeah it will it'll be um one thing because of course we we know that Lambert May or may not have watched the original Middlesbrough game. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, so he'll be. He would have been aware of how effortlessly they broke our midfield press to score the first goal, and he'll be anxious probably to set us up to be tight, not to give Borough... It could well be that we go out. We, we keep it. We keep our shape. The thing about Queens Park Rangers today again, and this is this is the direction of travel that Lambert is taking us on. But it's, it's, we. It's the quality and the time factor really The Queens Park Rangers had tremendous shape not just mm. with the two lines but organization. organization through the game everybody knew their roles not just where they needed to be and that's obviously what we're getting towards And now you know a first half hour of that on saturday would be fantastic yeah it really would be fantastic so again i can't see there being that many changes i'd even see the same midfield trio beginning the game no question at all possibly a, a replacement for you know p- who'd you put in instead of ward maybe edwards um that, that's a possibility um if and then like Lan- Lan- lancaster to switch in um, it's a it's a question of legs, but there's not a lot in the you know just looking at the title, looking at the, at the at the you know just looking at the squad, uh, you know you're looking down the names there. Who who is there actually to bring in? Um, possibly Dizel, but they are quite a physical mm-hmm. midfield, but Middlesbrough, so there wouldn't necessarily be you know I think.
2: But then again, mm-hmm. Harry mm-hmm. today the complaint in the second half was. Um, QPR sat in, yeah. and we didn't have anyone to pierce the ball through. And Dizelle seems to be our best hope for yeah, anybody has got to, the vision to doing that. In, yeah, you know, in the
3: absence of Nolan being a bit,
2: yeah. bit more brave
3: yeah. on the ball, don't you think? Possibly. Yeah. So in which case, then you'd be looking at a midfield of would you even have would you would you be thinking of of, not, of possibly bringing Dizel in? To replace as a substitute for Downs at some point, Chalibre, I don't says, know. I mean, if Nolan you want to be stiffy, you need
2: you need, <coughs> that. You need Downs yeah. in there, don't you? They you do, do. They do look a bit more physical and a bit more. Yeah, um, I think Chalobah prefers having having say Downs next to him, but. Yeah there yeah. we shall yeah, so see the, Harry
3: it'll be interesting the one thing I'd say about Middlesbrough, they did one of their comments one of their fans did talk about Middlesbrough. said why bother yeah why bother making any substitutions when the ball is flying over the head all game? so uh, it's, you know they are still they are very you know they're very worried they, they, they that that direct it's all you know that sort of primitive football it's it's unfortunately very funny, Harry Jesus. though at the moment we
2: yeah. I mean I, I say at the moment because um I was very optimistic after the previous two games but we've yeah. seen We've seen the horrible soft, flaky, yeah. weak Ipswich today. And if there's one team you want um, when you're having a bad run and you're at home, it's soft, flaky, soft, flaky Ipswich. So, yeah. um, and this stat as well: today was the 11th game, yeah. away game, consecutive Ipswich have conceded two or more, mm. two or more goals, and yeah. you're just never going to get any points away from. Mm. Away from home, if you're constantly leaking yeah. two goals, so the the real cynic, he said, incoming two nil defeat at Borough without without them having to play mm. particularly well. The optimist, and we are always optimistic on here, says, you know, hold it, hold it, hold it. Yeah. Get to nil nil at half time and. Yeah. You know what can you do, but it's not collapsing and making any stupid mistakes again. So yeah. put yourself in a negative yeah. position, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Today's game was a throwback. Yeah, it was. It was a, like the Millwall game, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly that. You said that we were walking out of the stadium, and you said that, and it, said, it was you were strolling back to the car. That, that, yeah, you could you could see the parallels. Just those individual moments that suddenly, you know, just we just undermined ourselves. It was um, time and time again, and teams just had to wait for that. But the consolation, as I say, is that Borough. you know they seem to have lost they really seem to have lost the way not just in terms of the kind of playing because they played the 5-4-1 away to reading as well which again had the uh, you know the the, the borough fans were just doing that they're not about it and this problem that they they they, 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 so hell-bent is Pulis on playing this defensive football that the strikers are playing themselves out of form i shouldn't be tempting fate by saying that but (laughs) you know you know you think that this is their moment to wake up again i mean they went when they against i think it was against um was it against Queens Park Rangers or Reading away, they had Hugel and Asanbulonga in the starting lineup, and they were all. It was. I think it was against Queens Park Rangers, and they were. Yeah, they were all terribly excited. Oh, great, we've got the two of them in. No, but Asanbulonga was stuck on the left wing, so you know Hugel <laughs> was left up front, and Hugel for them is the. He, he sums up everything that was wrong about Peleus's football. Somebody who's a bit of a unit and not technically very very good. And um, so in that sense, there's. They, they are a team with problems, and I would argue that Queen's Park Rangers was a more difficult game than Middlesbrough, because Middlesbrough, are, are, they have lost the way. They might have technically better players, but they're, they're being badly used, whereas... So do we owe Mullet an apology in that regard,
2: then? He asked us that a couple of... He did. A couple of podcasts ago. We, yeah. yeah, maybe he was
3: right. He was right. I think he was. was with the, hindsight? Yeah with half hindsight yeah we haven't yeah, had the, we other haven't the other game yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I did it was when I was when I was started looking at had I think hang on because you go on you think oh god you see all the big names you think oh here we go we're in trouble you know some belong which friends you know Bessich, these are all really skilled practitioners but actually when you start looking at what how they're actually being used you realize that mm. you know they're, they're not they're all playing at 70% ability and a few of them have said as well, that a lot that some of the players are coasting through games, that there is a loss of trust.
2: Well, you can hide in that defensive yeah. system, can't yeah, you? Because you can, you can yeah. say, look, "This is what I've mm-hmm. been instructed to yeah, say." I found the quote:
3: "Some of our players are going through the motions right now, and several are clearly unhappy." Now, that's a bit of a generalisation, but there's simply no way you've seen that from any Queens Park Rangers players today. No. So, no. in that sense, we could, you know, pick up a point at Middlesbrough, you know, give us a, give everybody a shot in the arm, and that then that takes us on then to this little group. Of winnable games that are coming up, yeah. There's
2: hope, Harry. There is There's always hope, There's gotta and, be. and that is what kills you. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this impromptu, mm. impromptu show without script, without equipment. But we thought we'd put one out, yeah. And um, I should now plug when the next show is going to be, but I don't really know when that's going. So we may well be back with a, <coughs> with a flagship. But the only problem is that in the Millwall game. Follows immediately after that. So we may wait until after the
3: Millwall game to, to do something. But mm.
2: I will have a word with the rest of the team. Yeah. Preview show-wise, uh, uh, be Accrington. Accrington's
3: Akrington, our next one. Um, it's, a, it's kind of a glimpse into the future because some of the Accrington message boards well, the Accenton, not just some of the Accrington message board echoes a lot of League One ones in that they're incredibly quiet at times and you're having to glee, scratch around to see to, to actually put, sure piece the picture together I'm sure you'll find it detective Harry if it's out there we'll find it put it that way yeah. <laughs> is that the A team?
2: Yeah, I if, 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 <laughs> I think if they're be. out there we'll, we, we'll, we'll find
3: we'll it a, if there's a comment to be found about the, 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 the third choice left back we'll know all about it you in, are the
2: <laughs> B.A. Barakas of the <laughs> no, you be Hannibal wouldn't you yeah yeah, Hannibal probably. Yeah. yeah they, oh there. No, but as I say, I love it when a plan yeah.
3: comes together. <laughs> <laughs> no, so say Richard and I, we'll, we'll have, we'll have, we'll there will be We'll probably have a little look back as well at what's gone on over Christmas. Um, okay. And um, yeah, it'll be good. But but as I say, there is, despite today, looking at what's going on up in the northeast, up in Cleveland, I reckon there is a possibility we could. You know, don't go with total trepidation into this Middlesbrough game. I may regret saying that, but. Mm. From this point of view, there might be something that we can actually do. There's a chance
2: for a Spinal Tap quote here, because we can say, hello, Cleveland. (laughs) Different Cleveland, but but there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for watching, listening. As always, you can subscribe on iTunes Acast for the audio version of this podcast. Again, if the sound wasn't as good as it normally is, we're literally staring at an iPad and there's, yeah. there's no headsets or anything today. But we wanted to do some yeah. content before Harry drives off mm. back to Bath after our lovely, lovely Boxing Day yeah. Day Out. Happy, happy Day Out in Shepherd's Bush. But, um, mm. At Blue ICFC on Twitter. Um, at, Harry from, at Harry from Bath. At yeah. Harry from Bath on Twitter for Harry. At Benjamin Bloom for me, subscribe to the YouTube feed. Um, We have a lot of non-Ipswich fans on here. I think it's great that we have QPR fans, Middlesbrough fans, lots of Norwich fans tend to (laughs) to be watching this this season, Mm -hmm. uh, Sheffield United fans. So please, subscribe, come one, come all, just don't poke the fun too hard this season. Um, Harry, thank you very much. Thank you for watching, listening everyone, and we will see you again soon. Probably with a flagship show after Millwall, maybe,
3: Mm. possibly. We'll figure it out. Say goodbye, Harry. Bye. Enjoy the rest of Christmas.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points.